Call from mom. Answer it. Call silenced. Instacart knows nothing gets between you and the game. That's why they make ordering from your couch easy. Stock up today and get all your groceries for the week delivered in as fast as 30 minutes without missing a minute of the game. You have 47 new voicemails. Download the app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. Get a reliable home network so everyone can work, stream, and game at the same time. Josh Klingler with you today. Fesco and B-Dub took the rest of the week off, wisely so. I wanted to come in today to celebrate an AFC West championship. No. Uh, Jay Bakley here with me today. And uh, JT, who I've called JT the board ever since he started in uh, in a little ha-ha. Well, JT the Brick's a Raider guy. We know that. So now he's JT Noah. Right? We're going to use your real name now? Yeah, let's do it. Let's do it. All right, so it's JT Noah in running the board today uh, with me. Um, Speaking of of JT the Brick, by the way. Yes? This brings up bad memories. 2014, JT the Brick. I like JT. He's a good dude. JT the Brick came on the show. We were doing the uh, Henry and I at that point. And Raiders are 0-10. Chiefs were 7-3. The Raiders won that night. And knocked the Chiefs, and JT, the brick predicted it. It knocked the Chiefs. It's the one year under Andy Reid the Chiefs didn't make the playoffs. It was 2014. The Raiders, sorry, you brought up a, you brought up a bad no, that's memory. that's fine. That's fine. I mean, JT always picks the Raiders, so it's like he's going to hit once every 10 years or something, you know? So, but, uh, yeah, you're right. Twice, and I guess this is the first time since they drove the bus. Well, the Raiders are pretty happy. They're celebrating. The they think they around. won the Super Bowl. They forget they just lost the Chiefs two weeks ago, you know? Well. Or a couple weeks ago. It's what you, it's this, as, yeah. as we will uh, discuss for four hours today, it is a week to week league. It's like that team forgot that they just lost at home 31 to 17 to yes, the Chiefs. Of course it did. Cause totally forgot. It. That was like weeks ago. Yeah. It, what's, it's the last week. time I was in here, we were talking about how they were like, we're so close to beating them. We yeah. should have beat yeah. them. And we were like, that's, yeah. Yeah. No, well, this, th- that was then. This is, Three weeks later or whatever. It's yeah. it's a week later. It's exactly. whatever. It's crazy. All right. So good news. It's not all bad today, gentlemen, because I'm here with you. Okay, that sounds weird. Uh the uh you're 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 not you're not uh asking necessarily for my presence, but it is kind of remarkable that I'm here today. I woke up at about my normal time today. I looked at the clock and it said 4.15. I'm like, oh, one of those, my alarm's going to go off in like three minutes, five minutes. And I did a, and then I rolled over and I was going to, I was going to pre-snooze the phone, right? Phone's dead and off. <laughs> <laughs> like dead. Like it doesn't turn on. So I turn, so I turn it on, and it's got the red flashing light, like it's barely got enough juice, and then it kills right up. I'm like, oh my gosh! So I woke up on my own today, Bigley, because I would have been dead to the world. Probably would have woke up like eight o'clock, not even realizing, not even realizing it. 
and uh, I would have left you high and dry. So things aren't very bad today. I woke up ahead of my alarm, and uh, and I'm here today. You and I just you and I had a discussion last night. I was uh, I was here on for the post game last night. You came on as usual. It's like a lot of cling. There you go. Cling on Christmas. So see, cling the day after Christmas. The day is starting. All right. Could have overslept by like three hours, but here we are on a red Tuesday. Um, Which is really weird. It's Tuesday. It is. It's yeah. Me off. Yesterday was was so strange too because it just felt completely like a Sunday. Yeah. Um, and then, then the game. I mean, <laughs> uh, worst performance of the year. The the bottom. We hit. We've hit bottom. Unfortunately, you hit bottom in in week sixteen. It really sucks. But uh, boom, boom, boom. Like bouncing them, bouncing along the bottom offensively. I'll say offensively, because again, not. I don't have one complaint about the defense, not one. If you want to say, I'll say they gave up one play. <laughs> Unfortunately, it was the one play that could have helped you get off the field and 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 get your team the ball back one more time. But that's it. Not even going to fault that one big run. Uh. The offense looks like pre-Mahomes right now. No continuity, no discipline, zero downfield threat. Everything's underneath and horizontal. Uh, Mahomes wasn't even looking downfield yesterday, Bank. Like, not even a, f- a feign of downfield. Anything that happened down the field was a was a, uh, a dump off and a run, right? Even Rashi Rice's... Big play, the forty, whatever. I mean, that was a that wasn't like a thirty yard play that had. I mean, that was a that was catch and run, right? Mahomes running around like he's got the Tampa Super Bowl offensive line. All of a sudden, did you think he looked kind of spooked yesterday for the first time and freaked out? He doesn't see much downfield. He's looking to scoot right away, like one one thousand two. I gotta go. And uh, I thought he was he was jump really jumpy yesterday, like we haven't seen him. I think since that. That Tampa Super Bowl. It's a combination of things too that I think really hurts him. And, and you're right. He was like, it's almost like they try to make up too many points in one play. Yeah. Yeah. Cause they find themselves down so early. And that's a problem because this offense can't handle it. They they can't be like that. Cause they all want to, they almost want to score 21 points in every drive and can't do it. And they, and they can't do it. It's not possible uh, to do it. So they're almost like pushing and they're pressing uh, to be able to go downfield. And also I think the lack of a running game hurts them that they can't settle in, run the football, concentrate on what they're doing, screw with the uh, defense and and have some more creative pass plays. When they're worried about your run game and they're putting eight guys in the box, you can open up the passing game. But when you don't really have a threat of a running game, and they really didn't, outside of Mahomes, who, by the way, hit his career high in rushing yards yesterday, which is never a good thing. But there's no continuity. Not only that. Actually, sometimes it is a good thing. They need to go to the drawing board. <laughs> they, they, they need to figure out. They, they got to figure out what the hell they're doing offensively. So let me give you an example. Marquez Valdez-Scantlin, who did absolutely nothing last night. I did more than he did last night, which is mm, nothing. One target. One target. No 80 per, listen to this. 80% of the snaps, right? The week before, he had 34% of the snaps. The week before that, 33% of the snaps. Going in a, going in a I think, better direction for most people. Like, less. So, right? You, you started to give yourself less of him. Yeah. But he went, I mean, he went from 34% to 80%. Yeah. Hey, I know Kadarius Tony didn't play, but who cares? Sky Moore didn't play. Richie James, who I've been advocating for months, well, since he came back from the injury, 33% of the snaps 
MVS 80%. This is the thing that they got to sit over one arrowhead drive and say, okay, we, we got a problem here. Look, look back at the snap counts because Andy, you know, the previous week's like, oh, we only gave two snaps to Richie James. Okay. Why is the guy that has three catches, 54 yards, playing 33% of the snaps, and the guy that did absolutely nothing have 80% of the snaps? It's those kind of things, which I thought that would have been remedied this week. I really did because they they were talking about the fact they needed him more snaps, but he didn't get them, and you sit here going, why, why, why? Well, why'd you do it? <laughs> why'd you, why didn't well, you fix it? I don't know that they're a one-for-one swap. Would, would be my answer. No, I don't they, think MV, MVS and Richie James are different wide receiver, different, different type wide roles. receivers. And I'm like, okay, was there a game plan that that you said you needed a bigger, more physical? Although I don't, I'm not sure. I don't, I don't find him to be a huge downfield blocking threat either. Um, He's six four, runs a four three seven. He can get in the way down the field if you're getting a play, and I think he did help on the on the uh, on the uh, Pacheco the Pacheco run, if I'm if I'm not mistaken, but. Um, yeah, he was trending in a in a less snap zone, where that was my that was my case to everybody. Like, I know you want to just throw all the wide receivers out and stop. Well, they're going to be playing them, but what we have to what we have to root for is that the the more uh, prominent ones are pushed to the top of the snap count, and the ones that that you're less satisfied with are getting less snaps. That didn't happen yesterday for that particular wide receiver, right? Also, it's like we're going to bat somebody eighth when he should be batting third. He's, he's got it he, does make a he's difference. He's got uh, 61 of the 76 offensive plays. He played just as much as Travis Kelsey did yesterday. It's like, why would you have Bobby Witt hit eighth? You wouldn't. No. no. So why would you? I know. Why would you have a guy that's actually catching the football, making plays in your power turner? And what I was telling people is he's still going to bat eighth. Yeah. You don't want to bat at third, but he's still going to bat eighth, right? So so have him down the pecking order. Yes. Yeah, MVS has got moved to clean up hitter. Those could be game plan things for other things you're going to do, but I'm I'm with you. Like, uh, he's he's running 60 plays, and he got a target on – the 61st. You can't have that because it's just, and he had, a, it's like he, playing with 10 and, men and the ball was thrown behind him a little bit. You remember, but he got one, one hand out and didn't, yeah. didn't make much. Didn't yeah. seem to make much, much of an effort. He, he doesn't bring anything to the table. I'm with you. Doesn't bring anything to the table. But it's like yeah. playing with 10 men. It's literally like playing offense instead of 11 playing with 10. When you have a guy that's not even any, any remote, not even getting targets that is essentially offensively playing with 10 men. It really is. I mean, it's just, it's just the Chiefs played offense one guy short. Yeah. Uh, they, well, maybe more than that. Uh, Wanya Morris got his, finally got his welcome to the NFL moment, I thought, <laughs> yesterday, right? Uh, he got, he was having a tough day. Not to say that the other tackle wasn't having a tough day, but uh, them flip-flopping Max Crosby mm. back and forth. And then the other side, that guy was a menace as well yesterday. Um, Koontz, he was... Uh, Billy's brother um, was uh, was older brother, right? Is yeah, it? yeah, older brother was uh, maybe younger brother. Oh, yeah, I think um, so, maybe yeah. younger brother. Yeah, uh, Max Crosby and and Koontz were like flip flopping on the defensive end. They were a minute. They were a problem yesterday. And so both tackles were were a problem. Uh, I'm not saying much up the middle was great yesterday either. You had Trey Smith uh, then suffer an injury, try to go back in, couldn't finish, had to leave. Uh, yeah, this offense is. Uh, is 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 a mess and then couple that with again i think the quarterback is probably this is probably the buildup of everything that has gone down whatever lack of trust there might be in the wide receivers a little bit of skittishness right now with the offensive line uh, a very aggressive uh, raider team i mean 
I don't you have nightmares of Max Crosby? I do. Like I I'm not I'm not out there, but I'm oh my god, that guy screaming off the edge gives me I'd be like running and screaming like the kid in Little Giants, you know, like <laughs> blow the whistle, blow the whistle. Uh, so I, I I get it to a certain extent, but but they that was that was that was bottom dropping out offensively, and you can't have this this late in the year. Kurt Warner tweets yesterday: Watch Chiefs offense could have been the worst overall game by this offense in the Mahomes era. First credit the Raiders do outcoached and outplayed KC. Second, Kansas City was bad everywhere. Mahomes missed reads and throws. Concepts were confusing. Got manhandled up front, etc. It's getting late, people. Yeah, this towards the uh, the tail end of the season, where seemingly the self inflicted mistakes are continuing to rear their head. And I said it a little bit last week, and I'll reemphasize it. If you're in the camp of that's what's going to get you knocked out of the playoffs, I can't argue with you. It feels like it is a complete. It's it's one way or another. They're going to figure it out and play well enough to beat anybody, which Mahomes said after the game, and I firmly believe it. You clean those things up, you are you're you can play with anybody. But you don't, you're getting knocked out of the playoffs. I can't argue with that. I can't say, well, just wait. They're going to turn it around. They're going to figure it out. This has got Andy Reid and Patrick Mahomes and Travis Kelsey. Nah, because we're heading into week 17, and all those things are there. So you're going to have to avoid that critical, critical mistake. Or that's exactly what's going to happen in a, in a postseason game. We aren't going to be blindsided. It doesn't feel like big. We're going to be blindsided in a postseason game. And you may have a team that doesn't really even you consider them beating you, that you have been completely self-inflicted like they have in most of these games that they've lost, where it's like Raiders didn't do anything special yesterday other than get after you a little bit with their defensive line, which is their job. They didn't do anything offensively for the most part against you. Quarterback didn't complete a pass for three quarters. And you didn't win a football game. So it, it it seems like the picture is clearer and clearer. Mistakes and turnovers are going to be the undoing of this team in the postseason. Yeah, or, you they're, look, or they're going to win it all. Yeah, or they can <laughs> win it all. But you, but you look at the teams in the playoffs, you're like, okay, who are they better than? Like, right now, I know they're third seed. We said, who are they better than? And here's the problem. That's the problem right now with the NFL. Is sometimes you have to take a step back and say, okay, believe it or not, the Chiefs are... <laughs> Are fourth in the NFL in passing. There's just so many stats as having fun with Clink that doesn't that lie that, well, about this team that doesn't pass the eye test. No, but there's, but there's other teams too. I can look at the AFC and say problem, problem, problem because of no consistency. Like no, everybody's got to find the consistency. And right now is when you want it. Buffalo look has been world beaters. They suck. World beaters. They suck. It depends on their either the sixth seed right now. Right, they're rolling in to LA. Played a team with a fired coach. No Justin Herbert. You're playing a guy named Easton Stick. And yes, it came down to the wire to yeah. beat the Chargers. Jacksonville. Peter King's number one team preseason in the AFC. Four straight losses. Not looking. That, there's a lot of teams except for that Baltimore Ravens team. Today's number one team, yeah. That beat the hell out of the Niners. I'll say who, today, today's number one team. Who they were are. America's team. Because I said yep. early on that Brock Purdy ain't it. And, oh, man, Jay, he's the MVP candidate. I had a guy call in last night Not saying, today. hey, what are you saying about Purdy? <laughs> well, he had four interceptions, and he can't beat a good football team. That's why. And I was talking about when they went on a three-game losing streak. This team lost three in a row. The Eagles lost three in a row. The consistency is a major problem in the NFL. It's not just your Chiefs. It is an NFL problem. There is not a perfect team. Good. Even the Ravens looked about like a perfect team. But even they've had their issues this good. year. The good news is there's not a perfect team. That's the good news. 
The Chiefs are definitely not a perfect team. Hell no. But <laughs> they're 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 in with a lump of a whole bunch of other teams. You just don't want to be as bad as bad teams. You know, as average as average teams. The call of the game today also what turned out to be the biggest mistake of the game. But who was it on? We'll get to that next. Worried about letting someone else pick out the perfect avocado for your perfect impress them on the third date guacamole? Well, good thing Instacart shoppers are as picky as you are. They find ripe avocados like it's their guac on the line. They are milk expiration date detectives. They bag eggs like the 12 precious pieces of cargo they are. So let Instacart shoppers overthink your groceries so that you can overthink what you'll wear on that third date. Download the Instacart app to get free delivery on your first three orders while supplies last. Minimum $10 per order. Additional terms apply. You're a mean one, Mr. Grinch. You really are a heel. You're as cuddly as a cactus. You're as charming as an eel, Mr. Grinch. You're a bad banana with a... Greasy black peel. The Grinch is a raider. You're a monster. <laughs> Back in on a Tuesday, Josh Klegler along with Jay Binkley, JT Noah producing today. We will uh, chat with uh, Cheese Color analyst Dana Hughes coming up at 7.30. Derek Johnson normally joins us on Mondays, but since we had a game on a Monday, DJ's going to join us today at 8 and uh, Pete Sweeney of Arrowhead Pride coming up today at 825. All things Chiefs throughout the day today. Keep it locked in right here on 610 Sports Radio. I think we're the only ones in our entire building today, gentlemen. I think we are. As of now, I think we are, which was wild to see. I've never pulled into the parking lot this empty. I literally saw Binkley's car. Is it? <laughs> and that was it. Is it? And I was like, wait a minute here. Are we the only ones dumb enough to sign up to work? Apparently, the answer is yes. But it's football time. I mean, what do you, what do you want, right? I'll have my uh, my sideline views today. We'll do that a little bit earlier. Normally, 8 o'clock. We'll do that at 7.50 to uh, make way for DJ today. And much, much more throughout the show today. So thanks for uh, hopping on with us today. And enjoy your uh, is box. Is today Boxing Day? Today, Canada's Boxing Day. Isn't it always the day after Christmas? I believe that's true. Let's see if it's on my calendar. Let's see it. Boxing Day? Is that like putting everything away? Yeah. Oh. Yeah, boxing. My parents like to go shopping, actually. They think they can get their like the best wrapping deals. paper yeah, yeah, and all that yeah. stuff before the best deals because they they they'll start well if they haven't already started putting it away but yeah you go and get that today well they probably got St Patrick's Day stuff out now in the stores we went and bought we we went on the on the twenty fourth just to get out of the house we we went and bought uh, half off Christmas lights <laughs> <laughs> left them in the box store for next year hopefully good liquor stores to get some. Uh, Discounts on some uh, Christmas beers. There you go. Is that what, is that what you're looking for? Not this kind of Christmas beer? Yeah. I was I was wrapping presents, and I was talking to my mom. And I go, you know who makes the most money around this time? Tape products. Tape companies are just like, heck yeah, man. Look at all the tape. I swear my dad went through like six rolls for five presents. I'm like, Dad, come on now. And then you still have a, a whole ton left over. Like yeah. you have You have tape for the, for the entire year. So. I refuse to wrap. You just use those bags. You buy those bags. You just put it, it in there. That's a good way to go. Yeah, but you don't have to wrap. All right, I got gotcha. you. I got gotcha. you. Don't wrap. Just okay. use bags. Just reuse them again the next year. All right, time for our, our call of the game. As the Chiefs now shift over, they're in a Wildcat set again. And now a drop by Mahomes. 
and the Raiders will pick up the football and get a touchdown. After the Chiefs did the same thing as Bilal Nichols, who used to play for Matt Nagy in Chicago, the Chiefs just ran a touchdown where they had a direct snap to Pacheco, who faked it to Mahomes. This time he wanted to hand it off to Mahomes, but it was not clean, and Bilal Nichols picks it up, and it's a Raiders touchdown. Ugh. Bilal Nichols. That was a call yesterday on 106.5 The Wolf. Part of the uh, the two touchdowns in seven seconds that went down uh, yesterday. The scoop and score by Bilal Nichols, then followed by the pick six by by Jack Jones. Absolutely gutted by a trick play call that they didn't need to do in their own territory bank. That was the frustrating part of this entire thing. You went down, you ran a trick play to get a touchdown. After kind of a, a definitely a slow offensive start, you put together a drive. You had some big plays on that drive. Rice going for 15. Kelsey on the big screen play. That, that, that beautiful-looking screen play where he's trucking people for 24 yards. You do, you do the trick play to score the touchdown, right? And you come back in your own territory with momentum with a full field in front of you, and you run another trick play. I know that they've run it cleanly in practice, and they've practiced it. Why is that being called in that scenario? Especially a zone read type situation where you're asking your running back to be zone read to your quarterback, and Mahomes wasn't ready for it. Like, that was a typical read play, and he wasn't there. I do get it. He Mahomes is their best rusher. Five and a half yards of carry. He's, he's their best rusher. If you'd have had him running bootleg rollout runs yesterday, I'd be like, fine. That's the only thing that was working. But to have Pacheco be the reader on that, uh, it didn't, a lot of times when you resort to so many trick plays, it's a bad thing. Because that means you're having to do anything and everything just to try to get some yardage. There you got the trick play, all right? You don't run those all the time. They got that for the touchdown. You don't go back to the well and run it again, and this time it came back and bit them. Trick plays were so much better when they were used to keep teams on their heels, right? When the Chiefs were throttled down, you really wanted to keep pushing the gas pedal, not because you have to resort to using them. Now, now teams are expecting it. Right, and you're, you're, you're almost in the camp of resorting to use them. Needing to have two trick plays and a fake punt in the game against the Raiders, who technically were still alive, are still alive. They're like the 12th seed. So technically still alive, but really not a lot to play for other than their head coach. And you need two trick plays and a fake punt to get out of a game like that when you're a top seed in the AFC and you're trying to be uh, trying to be playoff ready. Again, I like it when you were when you were like Okay, we got you down fourteen, and now and now and now watch this. Oh, you're gonna do this to me too? Oh, this is just adding insult to injury. And this that, is coming off the heels of the single wing last week. Yeah, <laughs> well, yeah. When, when you're trying to do those things to like put teams away, that was that was the fun era, right? Yeah. When they were running trick plays to do that. Now it's well, we got to do this because we're not getting much else to work. Now I, it's I, to survive. I think that was a terrible spot to be running that in. You had you had momentum. It was still, I mean, you're still plenty, you're halfway through the second quarter, but you got your feet right, you got a touchdown, crowd's kind of into it, you're going to pull another trick trick play out of your bag? Unnecessary there. Yeah, especially, and again, it comes down to you want the ball in Mahomes' hand to make the zone read calls, not a running back. Correct. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, the one was fine. I wouldn't even done that. I was good just with the Tommy Townsend throw. That, That was the trick play that was enough. You shouldn't. Shouldn't have had to be in that situation either, though, right? Shouldn't you have had you to be wouldn't in. have been in that situation had you, you know, 
not coughed it up twice in two possessions. But when you start running that as a, just part of how you have to do it to score, I mean, that's against the Raiders, you know, it's not. I mean, they have played better with Antonio Pierce. This, this team has played better, but not a team you have to resort to trick play after trick no. play against. No, no. I thought it was a bad spot to be calling that too. Just a bad time, bad spot, unnecessary risk. And it and it ended up obviously really, really biting you. And then having back-to-back, and there's where the game was won because they didn't do anything else. They're too good for that. They've got to kind of find out. I we, never We thought they were. We thought they were. I never forget uh, when Alex Smith was here. And Andy Reid wanted to implement the pistol offense, which I think was great. You know, looking forward, he watches a lot of college film, like what are teams doing? They brought in Chris Holt from Nevada, who basically developed it. Your guy. Yeah, your, and they brought him guy. in, and he was he was working for several teams. And they're like, no, we want to make this guy exclusive. So they did it that one year to kind of figure out what makes Alex Smith work the best. So they were being creative in what they do. Now I just think they've kind of gotten stagnant a little bit. Everybody's kind of figured out what they're doing and they got to make the adjustments. It's like the guy getting called up for the Royals, right? It's Brett Eibner. Come up here, you get hot, you hit home run, and then all of a sudden the league adjusts to you and you're selling insurance the next year. Or you could be good like Wet Merrifield and adjust to the adjustments. Chiefs need to adjust to the adjustments. Uh, Bob is off, but he still sent me the uh, when was it over text. We'll find out when that was next. 13 seconds left, first quarter, Chiefs are down by one. Fourth and five, Chiefs at the Raider 43. 5.27 to go, third quarter. 17 to 7, Raiders who will blitz. Here comes the blitz against Mahomes. Throwing left on a deep throw that's going to be incomplete, and flags will be thrown on the play. A deep corner route for Rashi Rice. And the Chiefs go vertical. Are they going to say it's an offensive pass interference penalty? That's what the Raiders are saying. They're saying this is an OPI on the pass Chiefs. Interference. Offense, number 87. That penalty's declined. Moves up first down for Las Vegas. Mm. Uh, I didn't know if Bob was going to send the text or not. He was off, so I wasn't, I wasn't sure if that text was going to come through or not, Binkley. But uh, he was grumbling a bit early and then and then fired it off in the third. I think it was accompanied by, I don't even know if I can keep watching. <laughs> and you were pro- a lot of you are probably there, too. Third quarter. Chiefs go for a fourth down. They get actually two fourth downs on that on that drive. Mahomes ran for one, and the second one was a a uh, pass down the field that ended up being an offensive pass interference on uh, Travis Kelsey. Early uh, third quarter was when was it over? Five fourth downs they went through or went for yesterday. Bank three of five total on fourth downs, and I think much like the trick plays, like. Too many. And again, not because you're being aggressive and you're in someone's territory and you're, you know what I mean? Like you're, you're, you're putting the throttle down and trying to hammer somebody by going for fourth downs and really put people on their heels. It wasn't too long ago that Chiefs were putting people on their heels with their offense, right? Now it's because they have to. They have to go. That, that was the situation, even though it was early third quarter, you felt like, okay, you need some, you need momentum. You got to go at your 30 yard line. You got to go, right? Um, just inside of their territory. You got to go on um, there. 
there you gotta go moments rather than kind of that aggressive we're we're dictating we're dictating what's happening here go for fourth downs they also trusted their defense in situations like if you don't get it the defense can bail you out like the biggest surprise is the 11 plays they ran the first three drives the two straight three and outs Oof. i mean discombobulated offensively uh, they, they were not set. They, they weren't making good adjustments, but usually those are the scripted plays. No gain, sack, sack, punt. Usually, the first drive, remember? Ooh, yeah, usually yikes. those are the ones they know exactly what they're running. All the guys know exactly what to do. Drop, the scripted false plays. start, Mahomes yeah. run, sack, offside that wasn't, uh, then a punt. Minus 18 yards the first two drives. Six plays minus 18 yards. And then the third drive started out uh, screen, for negative, uh, a, a pass for five, and then that's the first time I wrote down boo. The, the boos were raining down at, at Arrowhead yesterday as well when the offense was on the field. Got kind of ugly. Well, usually those are the scripted ones and just didn't go off right. It was, it was like a carbon copy what happened in Vegas. They were down 14 nothing. Could have been 17 nothing, but Carlson missed a kick in that game. Could have been 17 these slow starts, these slow starts, you cannot start slow with this offense. I know the defense did everything they could. Five, I think they had five negative plays in their first three drives. Well, the second play, wasn't it there like a, it was a fumble pretty much where they had a miscommunication with the run. Mm-hmm. So then Andy's like, you know what, let's switch it up. Let's see if Pacheco can hand the football off. <laughs> no, 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 and no. But yeah. You made it into the third quarter and were, I mean, I know I had plenty of texts from people in the first half. I had to, I had to talk people off ledges and take my wife's job and be a therapist. And people were so excited. Wake up talking, on Christmas. Talking to people get off some of it, how, ter- how terrible it was going and how are they doing this to us on Christmas Day? <laughs> like, it's not my fault, man. Like, sorry. <laughs> Ain't my fault. A defense, again, nothing to hang their heads about. Gave up two field goals. And if you want a two-point conversion, then that's it. And the field goals, don't forget, one was set up by a bad Tommy Townsend punt, which gave the ball inside of Chiefs territory, and they held to a, to a field goal. The first field goal, the Chiefs did get up a drive. That was in the first quarter. Started at the Vegas 7, and they went down and ended up getting a, a field goal. And then short field field goal, and if you want, again, you want to put the two-point conversion on the defense, fine. So eight, eight points allowed. You gave up no offensive touchdowns and two field goals. You've done your job. Like, can't even, can't even begin to argue. Um, I caught up with Legarius Sneed in the post-game uh, locker room. What is the fallout of this one? Well, we just got to get better, man. You know, watch the film, see our mistakes. You know, it's not us. So, you know, we're going to take it to the heart and get into that film room. Guys wanted to get that, that last stop, right? You guys were closing them down on, on offense for much of the day. How disappointing is that? I know you want to kind of take those moments on your back as a defense. No, yeah, you know, we got to step up when, you know, when it's our time. You know, we just got to stop the plays, and, you know, we just they fell on our side today. You know, we'll come back, and next week get back to work. The AFC West still in contention here with two games to play. Was that on your mind today, the ability to, to clinch and, and get one of those kind of check marks in a box? I mean, it was a goal, you know, to, to, to accomplish. But, you know, 
everything don't come easy in life. And, you know, we just gonna keep working, and I still believe we can get there. See, there's still there's still time, right? I mean, that's the big that's the biggest thing. What what in your mind has to kind of I don't know necessarily say change, but just to get things kind of swinging you guys' way. Uh, man, I say as a defense, what we need to do, you know, just 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 keep playing, you know, just keep doing this and make the plays that need to be made when the ball is thrown your way or when the run is coming away. You know, we just got to make more plays. That's all. Make the turnovers. I haven't got a chance to talk to you much during during this season, but you kind of week in and week out continue to kind of build games. What's been the key for you to keep? improving along the way. Oh man, it's the guys up front. You know, they helping me out on the back end, helping all of us out in the secondary. You know, shout out to the you know the, the D line. That's who helped me. All right. What what was coach's message about today? Is it kind of flush it and move on? How no, do you it, how do you it do? wasn't it wasn't a flush it to move on, you know, we got work to do. And you know, we told us we got one day off and we we'll back at it. And the guys know what we got ahead and you know the attitude that we have, I know we're gonna come in and ready to work. I kinda like that think uh, Sneed said no he didn't say flush it that could be a lot of times it's forget it let's go move on we got the next game he's like no it wasn't a flush it it was we got to get better I like that that's got to be that's got to be the message um at, at certain times sometimes you'll have a stinker and you're like get rid of it now I think they're probably starting to add up or like no there's a reason you've had these so go ahead and and wear it a little bit now we still do have to quickly turn around and get back to practice and prepare they'll have you know a short week again right to to prepare but I kind of like not having the the flush it mentality that this one was no wear this one a little bit because these self-inflicted things have continued to happen you do take it as a team even though defensively again I don't think they have anything to 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 sweat on on their end but they've got to be looking internally for change it's what I like about Snead. You, you wish you could hear this sometimes, you know, f- from the head coaching staff, like, hey, no, we got to get better. There's no flushing it. You know, we'll, there were so many things last time. That no, will be all right. We'll be all right. Well, yeah, Andy, if you heard Andy Reid's game, he didn't give you, I didn't think, Bank, he gave you anything to go no. to be uh, that, which I love about him is the, I got this, it's okay, kind of talk. There wasn't anything that, that led me down that path. It was, yeah, it's going to be fine. We'll get better. We learn from it and we, we move on. Yeah, I didn't have anything that gave me yeah. that gave me that pep that pep talk I no. needed from Andy Reid yesterday. We'll be all right. We'll be all right. No, you say that in week three, yeah. week four. Okay, well, you can buy it, but not this late in the season. That's what I like about Sneed. And I'll say this much too: when it comes to which guys you're gonna let walk and which ones that you want to bring back, that guy right there is somebody you need. That guy right there's got the right attitude. This guy hits you. He could play corner. He could play safety. He could play nickel. He can do a lot of things, rush the passer, and he gets it. He constantly does it. Shut A.J. Brown down the one catch for eight yards. Yesterday was fantastic against Devontae Adams. They had no answer for him. You put him on their best receiver. And then the attitude he carries with them. This is great. Now we don't even flush it. We didn't wear this one. Like, they need more and, sneeds. And the, the defense could very well be in the camp of many years ago. Well, they don't have anything to apologize for. You know what they're mad about? That 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 breakaway white run at the end which for all intents for ice ice the game right they the defense is wearing that i'm like okay okay cool that's your that's your one that's your one hang up we didn't get the ball back to our offense one more time uh, i like that attitude as well and then 
in, in, in Sneed, I, I mentioned I, I had not talked to him much. I, I've almost been staying away from him, Bink, like he's a pitcher in the middle of a no-hitter. Sure. You know what I mean? Like, I just didn't want like, I'm just going to let him do his thing. I'm not going to say anything to him. I'm not even going to look his like you just keep doing. I, felt, I don't know why, but I, that's why I'm like, yeah, I haven't really talked to you this this year much, and I feel like I've stayed away from him because he's just been on such either. But I'm with you. He's um, he's to me in the got to resign category. Um, hopefully not, but you could use the franchise tag on him if you really wanted to. He's just um, so versatile. So he's so much and, what Spags is and, and I what his defense is. And I wouldn't rule that out. I mean, his price tag is he's the most important new contract guy to me. Um, you can re up some of the others early. And I don't even know if you have to, but you could re-up some of the some of the others early. But he's out of contract, must do, and uh, more important signing to me than Chris Jones. I like Chris Jones. I think Chris Jones does a lot. I think Chris Jones' uh, contract demands versus what you, what else you have to do is going to price himself out of Kansas City. I've said it before. Say it again. I think he got his best offer already from the Chiefs. I think that already is already has passed. If he's still in the category where. Uh, pro football focus and others believe he is, which is he can still get a four-year, thirty million per contract, and ain't gonna be the Chiefs. They have bigger priorities. I focus my attention on Legarius Sneed and getting him a big time. He locks up a side of the field. That's exactly what you want to have happen, right? You have you have McDuffie who's ascending only in year two. Again, you're not gonna have to worry about paying him for a couple more years. Uh, you have Sneed locking up that other side of the field. You don't have to do anything when you have Legarius Sneed. Right, it allows you to do so many things. Yesterday, they're sending the house, the house on a blitz. Well, why? Well, because I can trust Jerry Cena to go one on one with Devontae Adams down the field. For goodness sakes, um, those types of things. Like he's he is so important to what they do defensively, and then attitude, flexibility, aggressiveness, all those things. Like he's my my definitive number one fo- focus in the offseason. He's a guy you could put on him and say, this guy's not going to be this. Like Jamar Chase a few years ago when he just had his way with the Chiefs. Or Amari Cooper this weekend with Cleveland, 256 yards receiving. You take Snead, you take him and say, you isolate him. Sorry, we're taking this guy out of the game. He is not going to be this. That's what Snead gives you. And he's got the right attitude. I, I, they need more Sneeds on this team. Somehow, all is still okay with the AFC. Like, Kind of. We'll get to that next. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. No more, Mr. Clean. No more, Mr. Nice Guy. They say he's sick. He's a sick. Join us on Friday, January 12th, starting at 6. We tap the third annual playoff Pilsner at Cinderblock Brewery. The entire 610 Sports Radio staff will be present. Binkley's always uh, holding up the bar, or usually jumping on the air, with uh, Dusty broadcasting live starting at 6. F325 Barbecue will be on hand, doing a special tailgate menu with wings, loaded mac, and barbecue sandwiches. It's the third annual Playoff Pilsner release party at Cinderblock Brewery. Come on out. Always a good time. Come hang with all of us. You are all invited. And I'm not wrong, right, Binkley? The funny part is... Is uh, so so Dusty? Well, you you once sat in that that six p.m. chair, right? And then Dusty did it, and then we're all supposed to drop by and jump in with with Dusty at some point in time. But at some point in time, we all hand things off to Bankley, and then you're you're there for like an hour and a half. Well, he asked me, he said, "Hey, could you you mind staying here?" And because then this so, kid's crazy so then, in then, there. Then none of the rest of us even we're just all drinking and. <laughs> And, it's fine. And you're, you're not that you're not, you don't have a beer in your hand, but uh, 
he usually just occupies you for like 90 minutes and then none of the rest well, he does. of the sets They bring me on. a brewer in to talk to him because yeah. I know Danny a little bit there. And so it ends so up being you, a longer you deal. You kind of wear one for the, yeah. re- for the rest of us. Which is fine. While we can mingle with everybody that's there. So It's good beer. So come on out. Friday, January 12th. Always a good time at Center Block Brewery. Uh, so the, uh, the, uh, the number one seed is no more. Dunsky. The, the other part of yesterday that sucked, Bink, was that I was really planning on Chiefs winning, getting the AFC West title under their belt, going home and hate watching against the uh, the Ravens. Well, I got totally spoiled. And then the Ravens ended up crushing the Niners in the uh, the second half and kind of put it put it gone. But yesterday's loss took the Chiefs out of the running for the number one seed. Justin Watson among those saying, uh, not completely worried about it. Yeah, I mean, I've been on a team that won a Super Bowl with being the wild card team. So you just got to get in. You just got to get in. And uh, I know people around here are accustomed to, you know, all the home playoff games and the first round bye, but I don't, we don't care if it's easy. Nothing this whole second half of the season's been easy. Just give us a chance to play and, and let's do our thing. Okay, that's that's probably the reality of it now. And Justin Watson can at least lean on his uh, run with the uh, with the Bucks, right? As coming from a a playoff or a uh, wild card team to to uh, winning the the whole stinking thing. But you look at the playoff picture. The one is gone. They can still be the two. I mean, look, Miami can still lose to Baltimore and Buffalo, right? I think we can all concede Miami can be had. Um, so losing to Baltimore, a big head-to-head for Baltimore. They can you know clinch the one and what have you. And then Buffalo still probably going to need a victory to get into the playoffs. I mean, you could wouldn't, still you could still be the two. Wouldn't that be wild? You you say okay, say Buffalo wins, and then they play Miami. Miami loses two. Then you got Buffalo winning the East, and then Miami possibly coming to Kansas City in Wild Card Weekend. Yeah. So Tyreek headed to KC. Crazy. Well, they finally beat a team with the winning record. He, beating the Cowboys did the Dolphins, so they got that confidence. But Jalen Waddle's injured now. He's got the ankle, the high ankle as well. Tyreek Hill's not a hundred percent. Either that offensive line's been banged up, so certainly some issues. The one thing, too, is that I'm so tired of hearing, you'll hear it all day, the Chiefs will have to play a playoff game on the road. Do people realize the Chiefs lost four games this year at Arrowhead? Four. <laughs> and they've lost two on the road. Here's, here's Mahomes' split. Mahomes has played 46 games at home. He's played 49 games on the road. His record at home, 35-11. and 11. His record on the road? 38 and 11. So, yes, he's played three more games on the road, but he's won three more times. He's got 11 losses at home. He's got 11 losses on the road. Bottom line is, it doesn't matter if they're playing in the CVS parking lot. It's the the team you're going to get. It does not matter where you play. I love it. I love playing at home for the fans. Like, I want the fans to be able to go. Well, the fans be have as and many Taylor. as many home games as as well. Taylor can go anywhere. Well, now. it makes it easier um, though. Taylor can go anywhere now. It's right up on the. But they cart. got a system. They got a system. Right up in the cart with Santa. People um, thought that was uh, Travis Kelsey. Believe it or not, mm. the uh, a lot of the national media thought that that was Kelsey sneaking into Santa Claus, even I, though they showed him walking in. I thought for a second it was Jason. Then I re- then I remembered they still had to play yeah. that they were playing the later game because for a moment I'm like, oh, is that because they just show the back of Santa, right? And I'm like, wonder if. That's Jason, and I remember. No, no, the Eagles are playing today, so yeah, she can go anywhere. But I, I'm thinking about it for the for the home fans. Like, I want you to get as many home games as possible, right? So that's that's where I'm I'm playing, and maybe this is a better 
avenue because they could still they could actually play one more home yeah, game. They took a game, put it in Germany, give they it could, to them back. They could, they could actually play one more home game under this scenario if they yep. don't get the one, right? Yep. <laughs> and things fall right. You could still be, you could play actually more games That's at right. home than, uh, than on the road. But, yeah, I wasn't in the camp of, hey, let's find out if they could do this. They've never, they've never had to conquer a road game in the playoffs. I'm like, who cares? It doesn't matter. Uh, but, but now I'm also like, well, okay, if, if, if it, you're the two, you're the, you're the two, and you've, you've made your lot in life. Let's go get it. Uh, probably going to be the three. I'm still thinking probably the three, but the two is not out of the question. The one definitely is. But as you pointed out, their Chiefs haven't been great at home anyway, so maybe it doesn't matter at all. They just have to go. And and I think in terms of just the playoffs in general, the ceiling's changed. Like, they used to be the AFC title game, Super Bowl, maybe, maybe Super Bowl or bust. Uh, maybe at least making it to the AFC title game and hosting that at home. Now it's just about can you win one game at a time, like, or even a first game at this stage. <laughs> right now, the Bills would be the foe. Are you feeling great about that? Are you feeling great if the Bills were the ones that came to Arrowhead? I wouldn't be. What if it is? What if it is the Dolphins? What if Tyreek Hill? They're gonna have a little twinge of oh no, because I I have the I have the twinge of oh no, no matter what stage you face the Dolphins in, because I'm like. Don't lose. Don't lose. Don't lose to that guy. Right? Because we'll hear about it. The podcast upon podcast. Oh, you already it. get it. You already get it with Terry Kill's little eyeballs right? and stuff when the Chiefs start screwing up. Right. They, he he doesn't so really remember I, that he's the one that lost the game against the, the Chiefs. The uh the 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 fear of the fear of losing that game over overcomes the confidence you should have in winning that game. That's why you need Sneed. But at this point in time, are you even like to me, it's just it's changed. It's it's not about forecasting things out further. It's you're like everybody else. This can be one game at a time postseason. Assuming they get in, yes, they're going to win one of their next two, right? Guess it shouldn't be so definitive at this stage. But don't let it come down to the charge. Don't game let the it come down. No, that sounds that sounds terrible. At Easton Stick. Just think about this. How lucky? I know it sounds weird. How lucky is the Chiefs right now not having to face Joe Burrow? This coming week, because if you had to face Joe Burrow, I mean, man, they're coming off a long week. They played Saturday. We played Monday. It's it's a recipe, even with Brownie as quarterback. It's 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 tough yeah, it's situation. Not an ideal situation anyway. But the Chiefs have had a knack of taking these guys like a Jake Browning and they look a lot better. Than they are. Aiden O'Connell just beat you at home and not completed a pass in the second, third, or fourth quarter. Not only that, he played well against you in Vegas. He was terrible yesterday, man. He was. Zach Wilson actually looked good against you. But O'Connell was terrible. Like, they just like, we're just going to not have you throw anymore. You're <laughs> he not, still won. You are not good. And Which is insane. still won that game. I know. It's <laughs> nuts. Because he was like, I was like, thank goodness he's bad. Overthrowing people all the place. Just, Joe Burrow would have their attention, at least. They had him They had him flummoxed. He was, he was gross. And I'll credit some of the Chiefs' defense to that, but I was like, "Thank goodness, they didn't even trust him." To like, nope, we're just gonna hand off. We're just gonna hand off. So the Bills aren't in it yet. Okay, the the Bills aren't in yet. Uh, they still have Patriots. Who knows what the Patriots are? Right? They could. Would it shock you if the Patriots stung the Bills? It wouldn't shock me anymore. Like the way this NFL season is going, they've already done it once. And then at the Dolphins, so the Bills aren't aren't a lock. As you mentioned, there's a scenario in which not only you take the two, but you could be facing Miami in that first game, and you don't think there'd be some nervous people with that one. But are you even confident they could win a playoff game at this stage, or are going to be the favorite? The actual, the actual, like believing that they're the favorite for any playoff game at this point in time. 
Probably not. They're not the big bag chiefs anymore for this, for this moment. No, nobody fears them. Nobody's going to back down from them. Um, it's going to be just going to be like everybody else. It's going to be the, the, the other half living in the other half where it's, you, you win some, you lose some. They're which, not they're not the definitive favorites anymore, even if they're a higher seed in the postseason. Which, which might be better off for them. Maybe. Because right now, teams that beat the Chiefs, they think it's their Super Bowl, right? They think it's the end-all, be-all. Just like the Raiders, you know, celebrating the way they did because they beat the Chiefs and they forgot they lost to them three weeks ago, 31-17. to 17. Beating them is not the shine it used to be. Every team used to get up so much for that game. It's, it doesn't carry the cachet that it once did. Maybe that's good. Maybe that's good. Let them be the underdog. Let them be the sleeper. Because the underdog, again, what, eight straight games on Monday Night Football, the underdogs won. Did they get upset? The Ravens were not happy not being the favorite team against the Niners. Let them, let them be that dog. Let them have that chip on their shoulder. Try it. They're going to be, be a dog, and they're going to have a chip on their shoulder. 